and we're going to take a slightly more serious tone to this one because this is a slightly more serious, well, very serious documentary that we saw. It's a documentary called For Sama, um, directed by Wad Al-Khatib, who's a Syrian journalist slash filmmaker. Um, and it's a documentary about the siege of Aleppo. Now, that could sound very... I hate to use the word dry because none of this should be dry, but I think appetite in this day and age is about finding new ways of making us all look at stories we think we've got a grasp on and we think we know and we all know how awful it is and i think sadly the west has fallen foul of just switching off when they hear the word syria not just because we not because we don't care not because the west doesn't care but because it feels so irresolvable and it feels so sort of yeah what the hell do we do about it and how could how can you do anything but Fasama is a documentary, as I say, by Wad Al-Khatib. And she um, takes a curious, uses the curious device of making it a film that she's sort of dedicating to her daughter, yeah. who's called Sama. And Sama is born within and around the 2016 siege of Aleppo. Yeah. And so really this film focuses on that, the siege of Aleppo. Al-Khatib and her group of sort of um, friends and medics and what have you have stayed in Aleppo to essentially run the hospitals and the medical care for children who are victims in the siege. So, But they are ostensibly to the Syrian authorities seen as rebel sympathisers and rebel members because they're anti the Syrian regime and so what we see so the film starts beautifully doesn't it with her was it with with a long shot and she holds it for quite a long time on a baby's face beautiful baby beautiful lingering close up isn't it which led me I don't know before we sort of reveal what then happens quite quickly it led me to think this was going to be a very different kind of film that opening shot yeah, I suppose I had no idea at that stage. Yeah. It's sort of very loving. You see mm. the baby doing all the things that babies do, gorgeous. I didn't know what I was getting at that point. I thought I it beautifully wrong-footed me because yeah. you saw this beautiful angelic face of Sama, this child. And by the way, the word Sama is Syrian or Arabic for sky. And then suddenly, the part of the film that really struck a chord with you, which was mm. its soundtrack. The sound was amazing because suddenly a, a bomb hits. Yeah. And um, the the way that they did it, I mean, you, we all think that we sort of immured, don't we, to, to that to sort of drama and bombs and guns yeah. in, in all the things we see. But this is a realistic, mm. it gets you in the gut. Absolutely. And, and you've just seen this baby and you feel like it's hitting you in yeah. the head. So that's really good. And, and you begin to hear artillery fire. And I think the thing that always strikes me about artillery fire, having been a boy where you watch some sort of war movies mm. and, you, and you make war sounds and, <laughs> yeah, all that sort of stuff is when you hear the real sounds, on the one hand, they sound not real. They yeah. sound artificial and a bit tinny. Yeah. But then when things actually hit buildings, they sound infinitely worse than they ever sound yeah. in films. Yeah. A really clever opening because you have this close-up of Sama's face mm-hmm. and then you hear this terrible explosion At off, that off stage, camera. you don't know anything other than the not fact at that... All. No. What you do see is the baby being rushed into various people's arms, yeah. disappearing. Yeah. And then you become aware that the person behind the camera, who's Al-Khatib, is frantically running around saying, where's my baby, where's, where's my, my baby? baby? And yeah. just this spiraling and, and sort of, how would you, when it's sort of coruscating, it's sort of, it's like yeah. building and building yeah. and building this stress yeah. of her trying to locate her child. Yeah. And then, fortunately, she finds, she does, she, yeah. she does find yeah. it. But what's happened is the hospital that they're in has been hit. Mm-hmm. And really, we then enter a rhythmic yes. film yes. that profiles the months and years of this yes. happening time and time yes. again, doesn't it? Yes, and, and the relationship, the, there's a relationship between the, the woman who's making the film 
and who becomes her husband. He's not her husband at no, the No, not at the, the beginning, film, no. He's the, he's the sort of lead doctor, he's isn't he? He's the lead medic, yeah. Medic, and yeah. he's very lovely. And um, they, they sort of start a relationship and they get married. Mm. I mean, all, these, all the things that we describe, like uh, getting married and babies being uh. born and even having supper or dinner, yeah. are all taking place. It's all right. It's, it was a very, very, very moving film. I can't stop crying at this stage, though. I know, we haven't even got to the really emotional stuff. Oh, sorry. No, I know what you mean, though. It's the, it's the everydayness. It may, I mean, Nadia often talks about having gratitude for what we have. And this film, from the offing, reminds you of your home comforts on every conceivable level. Whether it be having a street, <laughs> or having the front of a building, I know. or having a door to go through. I know. Or having a window. I mean, what struck me is none of them have windows because they've got sandbags yeah. in all the windows to yeah. stop the actual impacts, yeah. Uh, yeah. you know, the, the bombs and explosions. Yeah, so effectively they're living their lives, which look the way that she's filmed it and yeah. the way that they are, which yeah, is yeah, yeah. astonishing, seem relatively normal, you know, like what do you want for your dinner? Mm. Um, it, within circumstances that are so horrific, you yeah. almost just can't imagine it. Well, you can't well, you imagine, can't imagine well, you it. Can't. No, it's like it's like having your entire world limited to what's available in a bomb-laden corner of a street. Yeah. And so the film, very cleverly, I thought, with audio and radio reports and yeah. a sense, a sense, you get a sense of an encroaching tightness. So the siege is getting tighter and tighter, yeah. and they're 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 per they're sort of their space, their, the, the, the realm in which they can move and operate and their purview of influence is yeah. getting less and less and less, yes. isn't it? Yeah. Um, and more and more bombings happening. And there's, all... there's some sort of drone, some drone sequences where mm. to go up to show us that in the sense that we see sort of that it's quite, there is quite a bit yeah, of Yeah, mum space. used means drone in the sense of a camera. They do use this yeah. stylistic device as a sort of chapter heading almost, yeah. don't they? Of the devastation. Yeah. I mean, it looked like Hiroshima. It did. And I'm always, I mean, I seem to have seen a, lo a lot of sort of films where mm. they show you the devils. I mean, mm. I mean, I'm always shocked by how um, modern and, and, you know, of this century and, and everything that these places are before. Mm. And then what happens afterwards, you just can't believe it. Well, it always reminds me of that quote by the author J.G. Ballard when he was, he was in Saigon or somewhere when the war happened. Mm. And, and uh, he, he always described seeing buildings that had been so familiar, like casinos yes, and chandeliers on the floor, yes. that the whole world is, is, is set dressing. Yes. Everything is set dressing. Uh, yes, absolutely. So you do see that the, the, where they are, and mm. it, I, you know, I emphasise it's a children's hospital, um, getting smaller and smaller and smaller, mm. until in the end, and what's happening as well in the background is that people, are, some of the, they're all civilians, these people, they're leaving the area because yeah. they know that they're not going to stop yeah, yeah, bombing. Yeah, yeah. And so in the end, to, to, to go on, um, the only people that are left are, are these, um, the, either the people that can't get out, often the very old, and people with babies, kids, yeah. and, um, and this hospital, which all the way along is trying to, you know... Yeah. Do, do what little they can do. And, and I mean, you know, you have to be warned if you watch this documentary. There are about three sequences where they just, she almost just runs in real time. Yeah. The, the devastation, not, well, obviously you hear an impact happen or you get a sense that a huge bomb has landed or a missile has landed. Yeah. And they are being dropped by the Russians. So this idea that they're not, they've yeah. got footage of the yeah. Russian aircraft dropping barrel yeah. bombs. Yeah. Um, uh, and there are three occasions where people are brought into the hospital 
And there is a large body count in this. You see a lot of people dying. Mm. You see a lot of children dying. Their brothers and sisters. Brothers and sisters. Down. You see children standing at the end of beds, looking up at the camera, looking up at the doctors, and you know they're asking, "Who is this?" And they're saying, "It's crying, my brother." We were bleeding. playing. Yeah. Where are your parents? They've gone too. So you know, a kid had a family and is just suddenly in the hospital with, mm, nothing. with nothing. Throughout this, there's a voiceover that Al Khatib is delivering throughout, sort of explaining to Sama why they're there, why they're doing it, mm. and I think it presents a bit of a moral dilemma for me you know there was a part of me that thought don't you just try and get out yeah I I, I suppose I couldn't identify with the I get that it's your home I get that you have that absolute core connection to it but when push comes to shove a little bit like sadly in Nazi Germany when you know that if you stay you're going to die presumably your zest for life is bigger than your zest for the particular land. Yeah, but also they know that they are the only salvation for certain Well, that's true, people. that's so true. So in that sense, that is, yes. is like this, you know. Yeah, yeah, they were the only hope for other yeah. people. And you're right, because there's a point when they're considering having to leave and they're saying, but if we leave, then we're effectively saying that it's all been a waste of time. Exactly. And we, it, we shouldn't have saved anyone. Exactly. Um, within these many sequences, I think the standout scene for both of us was a remarkable, and this is very clever with the film, it's not just a film about death and destruction, no. though it is. There's also a moment of great, well, miracle. miracle, An absolutely miraculous moment. She holds it in real time. A baby is born and uh, I can't even, I mean, the baby is born and we assume the baby's dead. It's blue, it's not breathing, breathing. it's got no pulse. Everybody, all the medics and doctors have felt it and looked at it. They've effectively given up on it, haven't they? Yeah, but then because nobody does actually give up, they do all the things that you do with babies. Yeah, massaging his chest with a thumb and everything. And I mean, you're talking about a baby that is almost, you know, so small like your hand. And then they start, they do what vets do and, and they pick it up yeah. by the feet. Yeah, they shake, it. shake it. Shaking shake it, it like a it. fish. Yeah, and eventually, and again, this is in real time, so it felt like five minutes to me. Yeah. I suppose it couldn't have been. Um, the baby takes a breath. And it's like, oh my God, you know, so you then know. And I thought that came at a really important point in the film because there is that danger of it. It's a bit like poverty porn where there's a relentlessness to it and you think, God, this is awful, but this is going to only make people want to look away because it's so unremittingly depressing. That only occurred to me afterwards. And I thought when I was thinking of the... Because you don't think, oh, this is structural or anything like that. You're just absolutely absorbed. But afterwards, I thought, yes, you're right. It's a good job they did. Because you needed to, you needed a sense of hope. Yeah. You needed to share in why these people were there mm. and whether where was their sense of hope coming from? Because it looked utterly hopeless. Yeah. And it feels utterly hopeless. And and I, I thought that was a very clever moment because it was so ludicrous. I mean, I've never seen anything quite like it. You've no, got to, got to no. see it just for that. But it it served to almost amplify then and resuscitate the strength of the footage of having seen so many people dying and yeah. losing their lives yeah. and loved ones. Yeah. That you thought, yeah, this is why they're here. This is why they, they've got to keep yeah. driving at this. This is why this is so awful. Yeah. Um, and the baby survived and the, and the mother survived too. And Lots so, don't, but yeah. this baby does. Um, and of course... By this point in the film, she's married to the doctor, and, yeah. and it's just you know they they get their hospital bombed about two or three times, and they turn when they were at the Cannes Film Festival for this, they stopped on the red carpet, oh, her, okay. her husband and and someone else I think from from the production, and they had three signs saying "Don't bomb hospitals." And if there's one message you think yeah. the Russians and the Syrian regime might want to just embrace yeah. as a sort yeah. of very simple rule of war. war yeah. Don't bomb hospitals. You would think. Wouldn't you think that? Wouldn't you think? I mean, mean, there are two big sort of strands in in the sense of um, if you if you can't take this sort of stuff, then all I can say is don't see the film. There are two strands that go through it where she's unequivocal. Is 
it's the Russians. I hate to say yeah. that, she is unequivocal. I yeah. mean, we both commented on that when we came out. But also, why isn't anybody doing anything mm. in the outside world? Now, if, if you're the sort of person, which I am almost a bit, thinking, why the hell, what can you do? I know what can, what you, can do? you do, yes, but at too... the same time. But it, it is that, and I think that's the importance of a film like this. I mean, you know, I'm not going to approach this film in terms of how she shot it. There were some very, I thought, sensitively done scenes, you know, that at one point her and her husband move into what is essentially a new home within this blasted part mm. of Aleppo. Mm. They try and construct a balcony garden, they plant flowers. They and so, again, it was really important, I think, for a Western viewer to see just how ordinary and similar their ambitions and yeah. desires were. Yeah. Um, you know, she revisits it once they've had to move out. You know, it, this constant displacement of... Of, of home and work and people yeah. uh, was just truly, truly horrific. But also, it, it just, it, it's like all these sorts of films, it humanises a conflict so that you can absolutely identify and relate yeah. to those people. Yeah, there's a strange arc to the film in the sense that there's a, there's a period about three quarters of the way through it where they do actually have to leave. Yeah, why was that? They were heading out to Turkey, weren't they, for they something? Were, I'm not quite sure no. of the, the politics of that, but then... But then something must have happened in terms of the government or in terms of something mm. where they go back. Yeah. And, uh, and in terms of all the audience, certainly I felt you cannot go back. No. And no. they felt that up to a point, but they felt they had they to. They felt they had to, So yeah. in that sense, as the audience, I feel that might lose some people because yeah. they might think, well, whatever the reason, you do not go well, back. Well, and I, I do think that that was a, that was a crunch point for me because I was yeah. thinking if you've managed to get out, do you not yeah. just... If, if you don't stay out, then does your child not at the very yeah. least stay out? And I do yeah. think they do talk about that, that they're they taking do, this they baby do, back in. And there are some genuinely, you know, nail-biting scenes at certain border patrols yes. where they're worried they're going to be taken in, yes. picked up, because her yes. husband becomes one of the only sort of mouthpieces to the Western media yeah. on WhatsApp and what have you as being within the Aleppo siege. His, the fear is, is that his face will be recognised yeah. by the Turkish or the Syrian authorities as they as they try and leave the yeah, area. Yeah, exactly. Um, so it was a very it was a very harrowing film and it was a very moving film. And I thought she structured it quite quite simply. Yeah, she must have had so much footage. Yeah, yeah. You know, you had has. that sense of loved ones passing away. You know, people within the group they would yeah. lose people. Oh a, God, a yes. Wonderful character though. What about the woman? There's the, another woman in their group yes. who was the sort of was the self appointed cook of the group. Yeah, yeah. An astonishing scene where she had this bag of rice or something and there yeah. were weevils in it weevils. and she looks up to camera she goes I won't tell them about that and she <laughs> obviously tries to get them out yeah, but, uh, yeah. but for me the most magical moment in the film was where one of the other guys in the group um, brought managed to get his hands on a persimmon oh yes and he brings this persimmon fruit, fruit it, yeah, yeah, into the house them, and to sh I think there's probably the greatest moment of sheer unbridled joy yeah. in the woman's Face when she's given a persimmon, yeah, and she's thinking of the cat. Maybe think of Nadia and her family of all the countless different things she could, she could do, do with this it. one thing. It, it just really, really made you feel spoilt for having any issue with anything. Yeah, it didn't. Did. It? There were moments where it, were, it was unwatchable, and it's long, isn't it? It it's is quite long, and you have these strange arcs within it. But, um, but there are moments, yeah, like the, the, uh, the you know, bringing the baby literally back from the dead, mm. which is what it looks like. And and the characters of all the people in it, mm. which are mm. amazing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, which make it a must-see, I have to say, uh. for those of us in the West who have no idea. My, my worry with all documentaries like this is that as soon as someone says, what have you seen? And you say, for Sama, and then you say, what, and they say, what's it about? And you say, well, it's about the siege of Aleppo, and it's filming from behind the lines, and it, 
people's eyes glaze over yeah. in the same way that people watching the news eyes glaze over yeah. it's, it's a hard sell to it go is. and go to a cinema or to sit down and actively stream this and decide i'm going to watch it yeah. but i would recommend that everyone absolutely does because i wouldn't be at all surprised if this doesn't win best oscar best documentary oscar in I 2020 i think it will i think i've got a funny feeling i think it will and it just again reminds you of the just the selflessness of certain individuals who are in there i mean i kept looking at her husband more so because he's in shot a lot doing a lot yeah the, yeah because she's thinking how are you what's keeping it how can you yeah. keep going not that obviously human interest does but when you've seen so many people die yeah how do you keep that how spirit do you keep going? that spirit going exactly so but it, also the idea that well, how can the regimes and i'm okay they, they're mm. very clear that it is the Russians doing it, but how can how can any regime make that decision that you... I mean, where is their humanity, no. you know? I know. Yeah, you just want anyone who's involved in any of that violence yeah. to see this and just then try and, try and qualify or justify what you've done. Done, exactly. Shocking.